Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. So that is what happens when your browser defaults while you're trying to log into the show. You kind of get more of the song than you wish you had. Seth and Sean Sports Radio here at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, here we are. Uh, I guess we're still on Blog Talk. Week on, yeah, this week and next week we'll be on Blog Talk, and who knows where we'll be after that. Um, but we've still got two more weeks anyway. Mr. Paging Mr. Zelia. Where are you, please? Line one, if you would. Um, I'm sure we'll figure it all out. But uh, here we are. I don't know what week of of Corona we're in, but we're definitely in a long time. And I am uh, seriously missing. I'm seriously, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks have been kind of interesting in that Georgia has reopened, but it's not as if I've gone anywhere. And uh, I'll tell you, it's a bit lonely down here. So uh, it's good that maybe sports is coming back. Uh, baseball signs an agreement. And, Seth, I'm telling you, it ain't going to matter. It ain't going <laughs> to matter. It ain't going to happen. I've been saying it for weeks. And, look, I wish we did have sports. I, I really I've come, do. I've come, around, I've come around. I've come around. I don't think anything's going to happen until 2021. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth and Sean actually agree on something. Now, do you think there'll be – you don't think there'll be one game played in any sport? Nope. Okay. Uh, Maybe the U.S. US Open in tennis. Oh, I think – I think that'll happen. I think the U.S. Open will happen. I think golf will happen. I I don't – I mean, you want to consider golf and tennis sports, go right ahead. I consider them more games, but uh, I think those two things will happen. Um, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine the other day about baseball, and his response was, well, baseball is the most socially distant. Like, you can actually be six feet away from each other in most of the cases. And I'm like, yeah, that's true except for the umpire and the catcher and the batter. But, I mean, other than that, and he's like, well, maybe this is the time for uh, to have the electronic strike zone. And in one of the best responses I've ever had, and as quick as I've done it, I said, the umpire's union's on line one. They'd like to have a word with you. And he's, <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I forgot about that. I was like, if you think labor is bad between players and Owners, wait till you get the umpires in the middle of it. I was like, yes, we have an agreement. Yes, they're going to start spring training, maybe. And yes, there will be a huge, tremendous breakout. And that will be the end. I I just can't see it any other way. 
And, I mean, we can end the show right now because, I mean, we just covered sports in a nutshell, um, at least for the foreseeable future. And uh, I, w- I will tell you, you got four sports. Each one has a different time period. And if you want to include college in there, too, that's another time period. But I read today that the mayor of Tuscaloosa said if they lose all the games, the city of Tuscaloosa will lose $2 billion this year in revenue. For six, for six football games? Dude, it's 80,000 wow. people. 80,000 people. They spend, well, I don't think, I think $2 billion is a lot. I, but yes, just think about it this way. So, well, okay, so let's do some math here, right? And I know math is more your strong point than it is mine, but I'm rattling off numbers. So you figure there's 80,000 people that go into that stadium, right? Give yes. or take? All right. Yeah, give or take. Each, each one spends $40 a ticket on the average? Sure. Maybe, maybe more? Even, even, let's see. Nah, because you have the student tickets, which are typically free. So, yeah, okay, well, let's say 50 bucks a ticket. We'll just... Right it, that's, so that's four million dollars just to get into the stadium, right? But that's not with the ten dollars in parking that thirty thousand to forty thousand of them pay. So it's another four hundred thousand dollars. I don't. Okay, I think that's a bit high, but okay. Plus the merchandise that goes, merchandise that goes on within the stadium and outside of the stadium, and the restaurants that are being used throughout the game and yeah. throughout the day. So figure, what, $10 million a game? Easy? Yeah, I can see that. That doesn't get you anywhere near $2 billion. No, I don't see the $2 billion number. But $60 million to a... Even if it's sixty million or even a hundred million to a city like Tuscaloosa, a lot of money. Yeah, well, that's a lot of money. That's the teachers' salaries for the year. All of them <laughs> in taxes. Yeah, I mean, and that's just college sports. That's not even pro sports, which the ticket prices are higher. And parking yeah, is more I, uh, expensive. Yeah. And parking is yeah, far more I mean, expensive. It's a look, it is it is it is a massive detriment to every literally every profession what's going on. You know, there may be there may be irregularities and there may be outliers that are doing well with it. I mean, you know, even our firm I think we'll be down about We'll probably be down a few percent, and that's honestly that's fantastic in this in this arena. I mean, you have what fifteen percent unemployment, plus you have you have people taking taking cut taking pay cuts. Now the world is a disaster right now, um, and there is no sign in this country. While the EU borders are opening, there's no sign in this country of anything getting better. So, well, 
it's interesting you say that because I'm wondering how much more of, a, and I'm just leaving the bike. So if, if there's a little bit of of uh, back feedback, you'll understand. But I'm wondering how much more popular, say, EPL is going to get due to this. And I saw well, somebody today on Facebook. Hold on, I saw somebody today on Facebook say. Look, I'm not getting football in the way that I know football, but I need some football. So give me a give me a team, like just give me any team to root for at this point. And there were as liber- I mean, there are a thousand different EPL game, EPL teams to choose from. So some people are saying Liverpool. So they're like, oh, the Beatles are from Liverpool, so root for Liverpool. And I'm like, wow, you guys are like seventy. I'm like. I'm like that's a, that's a, that's a stretch. Seventy years ago, I was like, you could go to France, you can go to Italy, you can go to, and and let me be clear, the reason why I've seen this a couple of times too is people asking me in particular if they're playing soccer in the German league, why can't we play sports here? And the unfortunate part is. <laughs> The unfortunate part is we didn't control a virus. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, easy. I, 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 right, but I, I think mean, Germany had nine thousand no, cases. I mean, right, that's but it. To, right, but to, right, but they're looking at it in the sports context only, right? It, why, why is right. it safe there when it's not safe here? And the point isn't that the sport is any more <laughs> safe. It's that the people that have it are less likely to give it to other people in those contexts because there are just less cases. There's nothing different yep. about soccer there and soccer here. It's we have, I don't know, 2,000 more percent of the amount of cases that they do. So we have a problem. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's why can you pack 60,000 people into a rugby match in New Zealand? Which happened last week? Oh, they don't have a case. Because they had ten Not cases. They had ten cases. It yeah, makes. I mean, Seth, it's very, I, 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 very I, simple. I don't think I've told you this, but I've actually floated the idea by my boss of going to New Zealand for two months, two complete months. Because, and he's like, "Wait a second, you can't go to New Zealand." I was like, "Why not?" And he goes. Well, if you go to New Zealand, you have to be quarantined for 14 days. I'm like, what's the difference? Quarantine me here, quarantine me there, but at least when I'm done there, I can go out. <laughs> if I'm done so with 14 say? days of quarantine, he, he's on the fence right now. It may happen. I mean, it's going to happen in <laughs> October. I'm not, I'm not giving up my summer. Hell no. But I'd give up my winter. Like... And my response to this is, why not, right? I mean, if you're going to quarantine anywhere, you might as well quarantine where after two weeks you can go do what you want and be with whom you want and not worry about it. So uh, that may be six weeks in New Zealand. How cool would that be? Anyway. That would be pretty amazing. And once again, what? what? No, go ahead. No, that would be pretty amazing. And, but the problem is say, you can't – now, are you, are you allowed to go um, bungee jumping again or no? Or is your back yeah. not allowing you anymore? No, no, no. I can go bungee jumping. I can jump. I can jump. 
I will jump. No, the the thing I thought you were going to say is once again you have proven that you have found a job that allows you to do basically what you wanted to do, which yeah, you've been telling me for 20 if you, years. If you've been listening to the show for the last nine years, this has been a constant conversation. And, you know, you, you put a little halt on it for a while, but, yeah, two months in New Zealand, sign me up. I'm not sure Carly would let me go. So, so ladies and gentlemen, let, let me tell you the first when when I first met Seth, and I know we're not talking sports here very much anymore, but that's okay. But that's so, okay. <laughs> it's an right. It's an, well, there's nothing more to talk about. I mean, it's an interesting conversation. When I first met Seth, I worked at a job as a defense contractor, where I was incredibly underpaid and incredibly overqualified for this job. In fact, I was overqualified so much that I would get in at 8 o'clock and be done with all my work by 11 every single day. Like, it was just pointless. And then I'd proceed, and this is before they actually had, like, monitoring on your computer. I watched the whole series of Lost in two months. Now, the whole series (laughs) is like nine seasons. Like, I just continued to watch. And Seth was like, how do you do this? And then one day I decided to go up to New York. And I had my Blackberry on me when Blackberries were a thing. And Seth's like, are you working? I was like, actually, I am. I haven't taken off any time. He goes, how do you do this? I was like, well, they know where I am. They know how to contact me. They know the work will get done. So they don't care. And he said, you are the hardest worker that never works. I remember you specifically saying that. You are the hardest worker that never worked. And I was like, huh. Yeah, that's a good tagline. That's a good tagline that should not be on my LinkedIn. Like, that was my thought process at the time. No, no, no. no. So, so yeah, I mean, I have developed a role. I call it the Sean Palmer role, if you will, to be able to work wherever and whenever I want. And I always get the job done. So uh, why not try it? And I have pitched it to him. He is mulling it over. Uh, I don't believe he will go for it for two months. I think he might go for I it for either. a month. I think for a month he would might you do go it for, for it. Would, 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 you do, would you do it for a month? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd do it for a month. I'd quarantine for 14 days to enjoy 16. Oh, yeah. And I'd take off one of those two weeks. Because while right. I'm quarantining, I might as well... Well, if I'm quarantining, I work. might as well work the U.S. hours. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference, right? I mean, you're sitting in a hotel room. What do I care? I might as well work the U.S. hours, so I'm not technically taking off any time. Because I'm still working his hours. All i got to do is get a shit ton of room service. and because Or Airbnb with uh, Amazon delivery. Um, and Drizzly. Because I'm definitely going to need some alcohol if I'm spending 14 days in a hotel room without being able to leave. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's something I have definitely floated by him. Uh, he has taken it under advisement. He did not say we'll see, which means no, for all you people that don't have any clue what we'll see means. We'll see is there's no way in hell I'm letting you do it, but I'm not going to kill you, kill your thought process. And he didn't say yes. He said we'll discuss it next week, which actually means he's giving it some thought. Hey, power to me. 
now granted, this would be in yeah. October, so I got plenty of time to think about it. But uh, you can go yeah. to an all you can go to an all blacks game. You can go to the rugby. You can go see a rugby match. Dude, I can go to every well, that's game. What, that's what, because there's no quality. I know that, but there are no. But that's what. But that's what New Zealand is. New Zealand is rugby. I know. I know. And I think that's what we're going to start. And that was my point when I asked you about EPL. And let's bring it back to sports a little bit. Uh, how much are these secondary sports, or what we would consider secondary sports, going to get a push if the primary four, and I call hockey a fourth because at this point it is, the primary four or even primary five with college sports are not available. How much more of a push are we going to get? We already, we already saw that ESPN is running marble racing, and we're watching it. I think you're going to get – here's what I think is going to happen. I think NASCAR is going to get a huge bump from a twofold. Number one, there's nothing else really on Sunday afternoons or on Saturdays for the most part. Even people who watch golf sure. are not watching on Saturdays. They watch Sunday. True. Number two, True. with everything that's gone on with Bubba Wallace, you're going to be damn sure there is going to be a huge support for him at this point. You think and so? There is, oh, yeah. I think so. I think the funny part is EPL has one fundamental problem. The season's over. Liverpool can clinch the championship tomorrow with 12 games left. So you're not hmm. really watching They're not watching anything that's – they have a 20-point lead with 11 games hmm. left. So you're not watching to see who's going to win the championship. Now, you may see watch to see who doesn't get eliminated, who doesn't get hmm. relegated, excuse me. But that's a little bit less exciting except for the last day of the year. And you may watch, you know, this, you may watch to see who's in, who makes Champions League. But if you're not, a, you're not an EPL fan, you're not going to really give a crap anyway. But so, what about the German league? Like there are other leagues, right? Or are those all yeah, over no, too? I don't know. Bayern Munich's already clinched, I believe, the German league. Okay. Um, the French league, I don't know anything. Nobody really follows. Nobody really watches the French league. And people watch it'll people watch the Italian league because it's on ESPN. But the league that really everyone watches is EPL, and that's over. Right, but you're um, right, but you're making my point for me. These are not available. So when nothing's available, you revert to stuff that is available. And Italy, Italy is available. Yeah, but you're gonna. I don't know. Are you gonna watch now? I follow. You know, I've followed the EPL for twenty years. So for me, especially because it's on while I'm at work, it's great. Mm -hmm. Because I have a TV TV in my office. But Mm -hmm. I don't think people are going to tune in at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday to watch Burnley versus Sheffield United. I don't see it. I think the U.S. Open will get enormous numbers. The tennis U.S. Open. Or are you talking because about the, people, the golf U.S. Open? I'm talking or about both. the tennis U.S. Open. I don't, I, I, don't know when the, I don't know when the golf – I mean, I think the Masters is now in November. Like, I'm not sure when, 
what I always figured as a sports fan is even if it was a sport I didn't love, I would typically always watch the best of that sport because I'm a sports fan and that's what you do. So I would watch the U.S. I watch the Masters. I watch, you know, I'm not really a golf guy. I mean, I am a tennis guy, so I do watch the U.S. Open. But a lot of people do that are not typically tennis fans. Sure. And including myself. Including myself. Right. Who, who watches that? So I think you'll have enormous numbers from that because I agree. The NFL is not going to happen and neither will college football. And that is the beginning of fall when people, you know, hopefully, God willing, kids will be start to go back to school. And, you know, you, you, there, you know, you're not as apt to be outside as much, maybe. I mean, it's, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. Who the hell knows what that means, to be honest? Well, it means but the work gets Derby. a little bit heavier. Is that when the Kentucky Derby is this year? Yeah, so just to give you, just to give you a little bit of, uh, of, of uh, calendar going on here. Um, so the, the, the Open, which is the British, formerly known as the British Open, is in July. Uh, the U.S. PGA Championship is in August. The U.S. Open is the third week in September, third weekend, which I believe is right before Rosh Hashanah. The weekend before Rosh Hashanah, not that everybody cares, but it's in New York. So I would think that you would not probably do it the same weekend as Rosh Hashanah. That seems to be well, it's a kind of you're bad not, It doesn't matter. You're not going to have people at the events. It doesn't make a difference. That's true. And, that's true. And you're not going to synagogue anyway. I mean, no. <laughs> like, uh, like, crazy? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then the Masters, as you indicated, is in November. November, uh, it's the two weeks before Thanksgiving. So, yes. So you have, you have one in July, one in August, one in September, and one in November for, um, for golf. I'm figuring that the tennis is probably going to be on the same schedule, right? Wimbledon, uh, I don't know why I'm not just looking it up instead of asking you this question. If you'd like to call in, 760-283-0846. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, well, no, that's not right. Hold on a second. So, well, no, according to this, they were all going to be, like, right after each other. And that can't happen, right? I mean, um, Ford Grand Slams, the ATP Tour. Okay. The ATP, no, this is going to be wrong because they haven't updated it yet. I don't know when they are. I, 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 I just can't tell you. But it does sound like we're going to have a call in like two seconds. So um, somebody just pinged me and, and said he was calling in. So we will be receiving a call. And he has called in. Oh, we have two calls. So hold on. We'll take the first call first wow. and the second call second. Okay. First call from a 973 area code. You're on with Seth and Sean in New Jersey. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is, this is Louie from New Jersey. Louie. How are you, yeah. Louie? All right. Well, for one thing, um, Wimbledon has been canceled for the first time in a, in a thousand years to this mess. And, but the U.S. but the U.S. Open is going to go on as scheduled, despite the fact that, um, well, you heard about Djokovic, right? He came down with he yeah, came he, down with he, that thing. Yep. That, 
Yeah. And what about the French? Do we have any? Do we? The French is by far French my favorite be, tournament. French will be later. French will be later this year. Okay. Yeah. And Only I like the French, ladies and gentlemen. I like the French, ladies and gentlemen, because I seem to only do well on clay. But that's just right. Uh, you don't do well on anything. What are you? Who are you kidding? Hey, I. Hey, I ran your ass around the court on clay. Anyway, okay. You, did, you, well, you lost six you, one. I you did. lost six one. So what does that mean? I just, I just made you frustrated for two hours. It was a lot of fun. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Look, I'm not very good at tennis, anyway. but I can get to I can no. get to everything. That is true. Everything. Okay, Louie, you called for a reason. What's up, buddy? Yeah, because, like, you know, you're mentioning about all the scheduling and whatnot and how it's all being thrown for a loophole. So I, you know, want to clear, clarify it up. And uh looks like we're going to have baseball because, you know, they're thinking that um, that the 60-game schedule uh, is going to go through, even though the players, you know, haven't really agreed to it yet. So uh, we'll have to wait and see about that. Uh, what do you make well, of it, though? Players, think it's hold, on, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. The players or, agree, the, the players didn't have an option. The, the schedule is being stated. The players have to agree to the protocols, and from reports are the players are in agreement with the protocols. So the, those sure. let's let, let's get to let's get to July first and see how right. many people wind up with this lovely virus when they go to spring training, and then we mm. can discuss whether baseball is going to happen or not because they've already yeah, shut down every single spring training venue for cleaning. That's right. This is. So, let's just wait. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue on. Well, because, like, that's my big concern. Because on Friday, uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto show theirs now. They have to clean up the whole thing all over again. So, you wonder how this is going to go with all the agreement after what happened just a few days ago. So, the whole thing is sounds suspicious to me. Well, yeah. you, you? if you've been None of us. If, if you've been, yeah. if you've been following the Seth and Sean Sports Radio Show for the last two months, I have continually <laughs> said that I do not believe that there will be sports in 2020 at all. No team sports. Right. Uh, I really, until I last week, didn't believe that it. there would be a. I did not believe that there would be a baseball season due to labor relations, even before we would get to coronavirus. But uh-huh. yeah, that none of this is happening. Like it's nice to think that we're all going to start at a certain point, but the minute that the top stars like LeBron J and I'm not saying LeBron's going to get it. I'm not look guys, I'm going to use examples, right? So LeBron James gets it or Stephen Curry. Well, Stephen Curry won't be there, but Anthony Davis gets it or somebody else gets it. It's over because how do you, how do you play the game? How do you play a basketball game? We saw this when it first started with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. How do you play you can't. You can't say we're going to quarantine these guys, yet 10 guys were in contact with them yesterday. Like, and they're going to be playing multiple games a day. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. So, so Louie, what are you looking forward to, if anything, this summer? Because, quite frankly, I don't know what there is. I'm kind of, like I said, I've been depressed this past week. Only this week? I've been like this for last few months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have children or a wife, so I'll say this week. I'll oh, say okay. this week. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, well, when you put it like that, so, well, you know. 
<laughs> you know, because fans like us, you know, we're starving, and, you know, we need something. Because we need something to distract ourselves from what's been going on the past few months. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Oh, and baseball We desperately ru- need and base- it. Yeah. Baseball yeah. ruined it. Baseball, baseball did it. this to themselves. Yes. 100%. 100%. And Louis, thanks so much for calling. Him. Yeah, and that's why we no, yes, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, that's, that's why we've talked about what, that the, the NBA and the NFL and the NHL, for that matter, will all be forgiven by the, by the fans with not, without 100%. any problems. Baseball, 100%. this is going to be worse than 94. And baseball was saved by two flukes in 94. The Ripken streak and the McGuire Sosa chase of '98. Yep, those are the two things that salvaged baseball. Nobody, first of all, that stuff's not happening because baseball, as a sport, does not have the popularity that it did 25 years ago, and it is certainly not going to. In considering everything else going on in the world, not a chance. Yeah, and and we have we have on the phone one of the bigger hockey fans that I know, and to to your point, Seth, and then then I'll introduce him. To your point, all these other leagues, if there were problems, and there have been, because we've heard them from Kyrie Irving, we've heard them for several players, they have kept it quiet, they have kept it out of the media, they have not fought with other people in the media and made it a public spectacle. They have not delayed. They have worked together and said this is far more important. And when you realize why Kyrie Irving doesn't want to play, first of all, Kyrie Irving's not playing, but he doesn't believe they should play, it's not because of money with him. He's saying it's not safe. Okay, you can forgive not safe. You can't forgive I need another million dollars. Just doesn't yeah. work. Not to that's not to the millions exactly and millions of people, not to the millions and millions people of people that are out of work. Yeah, just doesn't work. So, Mitch, I'm sorry, but hey. Seth has finally come. Seth has finally come around to the Sean Palmer theory that we're not going to see any sports with hockey included. It's not going to happen. All right, hey guys, How what's you doing? up, Mitch? <laughs> Wow, Mitch I decided that so happy can, can right get, now with that thought. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking the other day, maybe I can get like a nickname on this show. Like, you know, you used to have Baba Booey calling. I could be Mitchell Booey. I could be calling in like. <laughs> well, I'll give you one Mitch, nickname I... that you will never be called. Mitch, you will never be called kid ever again. <laughs> right. Well, okay, guys. So here's my thoughts on 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 a lot of subjects that you've been covering not just hockey, but yeah. I do have some interesting hockey things. One, hockey, much like basketball, has a lot of touching and breathing on it, right? Baseball yep. baseball is a very sedimentary, sol- uh, almost solitary uh, game, right? The right fielder can Correct. stay out there as long as he wants, doesn't touch anybody, doesn't talk to anybody, does his thing, right? But on hockey, a lot of grabbing and certainly a lot of breathing on each other. So um, I think that that in itself is a very um, important concept yeah. when you're talking about yeah. starting and stopping, uh, you know, NASCAR. They, they sit in their cars, they go around in a circle, they're done, 
right? They don't ever have to talk to anyone. <laughs> right? I can do that right now. And, I'm turning around in this circle right now. I'm doing what NASCAR does. Anyway, right? So, yeah, so, so hockey is different. Hockey is different. Two, I'm not a huge baseball fan. I've never been a huge baseball fan. I think it's a stupid sport overall. But thank you. The one thing, well, the one thing that <laughs> the NHL and the NBA have in common is that they have that 82-84 game schedule, which means that every game is important. Right? I'm not going to say no, every game, no, but maybe no, like no, no, no. I'm never going to agree with you on that because the last I'm, 20 you know games what? of an NBA season My, are not important. I haven't even gotten through the sentence yet. You, you, let me get through the sentence. Let the man finish. Let the man finish. My point is that when you take those 82 to 84 game schedule compared to the 162 game baseball schedule, right? So now you make the game, now you make the baseball schedule shorter, which means that games are more important because they have less wiggle room overall. Right, it's not that's just true. Oh, I'm going to lose this three games. I'm going to go into three games, kid, but that's okay because I got 159 games left to go. Right, so I think if you make the baseball season shorter, then you add more competition overall to the overall schedule. That's my my only thing with the okay. shorter schedule thing. Okay, let me um, let me let me play that out. So let hold on a second. Last year, you're, you're talking about the maximum amount of games that's going to be played is 60 games. Last year, the Washington Nationals were, were 19 and 31 in their first 50 games and won the World Series. So they would have been 19 and 31, and they were the best team in the, in the league, best team in, in all the leagues. I, baseball, is a different, baseball is a more odds-sensitive sport than for that very reason, because it's solitary. You have one guy that's up at the plate as opposed to a team right. sport. I believe baseball is not a team sport. Baseball is a bunch of individuals that, that get together and play a game. It is. You have a pitcher, you have a batter, you have a catcher. They don't work together. The only time you ever work together is on a double play. That's it. The only time you're ever going to work together is a double play or a hit and run. So... I think when you have less games for team sports, that makes a lot of sense. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is my brother. So if we are <laughs> arguing, just imagine what we did when we were 12. I mean, this as, is not for, anything new. As for hockey, let me just bring it back before I go. And this, is, this yeah. may be this is a, a hit or miss statement on this. Hockey players... At the, at the, I'm not talking about at the Connor McDavid level, John Tavares level, the Matt Barzell level. I'm talking about the, the, the fourth string Matt Martin guys, and, and lower for that matter, are making certainly less money, right? So they, they can, I, I, I feel for those guys because I don't know what the, uh, the bottom level of the NBA is. Um, but, it's a lot but of money. I can understand. It's a lot of money still, right? <laughs> but I can understand. Money, but I can understand. And you're talking about all, you know, NHL. The NHL, yes, it's the top league, of course. But you still have about 20 other leagues that are going to going to look to the NHL and say, "What are you doing 
And should we be doing that for next year? You know, the AHL, the USHL, the IHL, the CWL, and then certainly the women's leagues. You know, all of these are, do not, most of these guys do not get paid in the millions. These, this, is their, this is their primary job and they have a short uh, secondary job, like being a driver or something, or this is their primary job and that's it. Um, and, so, and the women certainly don't make a ton of money in, in the National Women's Hockey League at all. So um, I think they're going to all be looking to the NHL and say, how are you doing the playoffs? Um, what, what phases are you doing it for? And then how can we implement a similar uh, health safety situation for the start of, sure. our, of our year? And so, sure. um, so a lot of these fourth liners and less, yeah, they need the money. You know, this is their job. This is it. This is what they got. So well, starting playoffs for them is, is important to get their careers back to going, especially for the free good, agents. Look, any of, the, any of the 25th man on a baseball team, the 15th man on a basketball team, the 53rd man on a football team, or the 28th man on a hockey team, are going, uh, they're the ones that you care most about, right? Because they're not the Kyrie Irvings that are making $33 million. And to put that in perspective, and I just pulled up the minimum salaries, and and Mitch, you'd actually be surprised. Uh, MLS is by far the worst, right? They're Uh, $56,000. NFL is only $500,000. And look, ladies and gentlemen, we understand $500,000 is a lot to you and me. In the spectrum of football, $500,000 ain't really that much. It's also the fact that they are prob- the, average, uh, the average length of an NFL career is three years. So $1.5 million to take them the rest of their lives, a little bit different than you and me. You and me will probably make $1.5 million over the course of our life. Um, M- MLB is, is half a million dollars, about five hundred grand. By the way, the NHL is $650,000. It's actually more than the Major League Baseball for minimum salary, which surprised me. It's actually yeah. more than the NBA, which is 582000 So the minimum salary for the NHL is actually the most of any of the leagues, which is surprising, but the time in the league is less. So, I mean, right. you, have, you have a balancing act, and you're absolutely right. Mitch, we're going to cut you off because we're, we're going to stop in about 10 minutes here. So, yeah, uh, I just want to say this in. before I go. Before I go, yeah. I want to say the reason you can take him on clay is because when you take him on hard surface and he, and he stops really fast, his knee keeps going. But on clay, <laughs> you know, you've you got that skid, so you got a little bit of an advantage. Have a Mitch, good day, guys. Mitch, Mitch, if you play him on fucking quick, on quicksand, it wouldn't matter. But good talking to you, buddy. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Look, I suck. It's okay. I you just, do. I just enjoyed I just enjoyed frustrating you for two hours, and you were frustrated. Very. What? It was. It was. It was, it was a. <laughs> It was a workout. I will give you that. It was so, one. It was one I of do, the most funny two wonder, hours of losing I've ever had. <laughs> I, was just like, I do wonder. Should we yeah. come up with? A, should we come up with a nickname for Mitch? <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, look. What else do we have to do in the next six weeks? <laughs> if there's no sports, we may be we may be coming up with nicknames for everybody. 
Uh, so, yeah, but let's talk. Let's talk about Bubba Wallace for a second, because I mean, of of all the things that happened this week, certainly piggybacking onto the and look, we 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 joke around a lot on the show. Seth and I have known each other for a decade now. Obviously, my brother and I have known each other for quite a long time. And somewhat longer than a decade. Somewhat longer, maybe closer to four and a half. But the fact is. There are some serious topics that we do entertain on the show, and we had one of those uh, a couple of weeks ago when we when we talked about racism in sports, and it was a very difficult conversation. And this is blending into that. And for those that do not know what happened, Bubba Wallace, who is the only African American, or as Emmanuel Ocho says, call call black. them black, call people black, which I have a very hard time saying for some reason. But the only black NASCAR driver on the circuit, and he came back to his, uh, each one of the NASCAR drivers has a stall, much the same way as you do a locker in a baseball or a basketball locker room, and in the stall was a noose. And for all the crap that, that this country has gone through in the last two weeks where I thought we were making progress, I really did. Really thought that there was some progress being made. Seth, I don't know about you. It all went to shit yesterday. Just no, I disagree. That. I actually completely disagree. Look, you're okay, always going to have your de- you're going to have your degenerates. Give, and give me some hope. Give me some hope there, because that that very that turned it on oh, uh, I mean, turned it on its side for me. Because look, you're always going to have the degenerates. You're always going to have you know, whatever you want to call them, the tools, the losers, the pathetic people who, you know, who are waiting for the South to rise again. It didn't rise that well, that well the first time. And what was in, it actually was a son of one of the, the son of one of the, I guess it ex, I guess it was Dustin Skinner or something like that wrote a, wrote a tweet about it, which was utterly ridiculous. That the, that the father, who was a NASCAR driver, had to pretty much say, I am walking away from this. My wife and I do not believe in any of this. But what was gratifying was seeing the response from all the NASCAR drivers. Who, That's true. To a man, backed him, you know, pushed his car to the front of the line, pretty much saying, we are, we are behind you on this. Look, you're never going to get to 10%. Or the 5%. That's never going to happen. And for people who follow NASCAR, maybe it's a slightly larger percentage. They are who they are, and that's it. You're yeah. not going to change them. You're not going to convince them otherwise. Let them go live in their goddamn little world. But for the, but for, but for the, rest, of, the rest of us, I look at it as gratifying to see a sport that's been so heavily criticized in this area you know, speak up about it two weeks ago and then really back up what they said by what they did, back up what they did by what they did on Sunday. That is the optimism. Look, okay. I mean, we see anti-Semitic stuff all the time. Now, I'm not doing a comparison, but no, we see should. it all the time. The 10 to, 15, the 10 to 15% different show. The 10 to 15% of the people who think, you know, we're never going to convince anyone to the alternative. I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to waste my time. 
Yeah. But what's encouraging well, is when you see the people who do, who do no, care. You're right. You're and right. even if they hadn't, if they hadn't cared before, and even if they don't care for the right per se, the right reasons, they're at least making efforts. And that's what you. That's all that this is about for people is making efforts. And it's you know it's funny. So, I, I do these I do these walks all the time, and normally I'm on a walk while we're talking on the. On the air, unfortunately, it's been raining here in Atlanta. And one day last week, the song Man in the Mirror came on by Michael Jackson. And we've all heard the song, right? Talking about the man in the mirror. And I'm like, how much ahead of his time was that man? Like, you look at yourself in the mirror. You have to at this point with everything that's going on and see how much you miss. And look, we're a sports state. We're a sports show. And, and I get it. But Seth and I are people. We have lived. We continue to live, and we try and be good people. And you look at yourself through the last three weeks, and you, you take stock in what you do. And uh, we got, we're, we're in the last five minutes, so um, I just want to tell you something that my brother, not my older brother, my younger brother actually told me. So I've learned a lot from my family in the last couple of weeks where I didn't quite get the fact of why we are, we as a country are taking down monuments, taking, changing names, taking all this crap and putting it aside and forsaking history or what I used to call history. And then my brother showed me something and we talked about anti-Semitism a couple of minutes ago. And if you haven't figured out, Seth and I are both Jewish. (laughs) This has taken eight years for you to figure this out. We talk about Rosh Hashanah every year. So it's taken you a long time. We're both Jewish. Um, And somebody said to my younger brother uh, said this to me. He goes, imagine if you were going to school every day at the Adolf Eichmann Museum, at the Adolf uh, Adolf Eichmann Middle School. Or you were passing a statue of Joseph Goebbels. Or you went or you were in Adolf Hitler Square. How would that make you feel? And I was like, I don't understand. And his response to that is, now imagine you're black. And those are Robert E. Lee and John C. Calhoun. Because it says the exact same thing to them as those people say to you. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm good. Tear them all down if you want. I get it. And it, like, like you said, Seth, it, 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 sometimes it's not necessarily the action, but the intelligence that you gain through issues like this. And you know what? You just gave me a lot of hope in hearing that side because I had none after I heard that about that Bubba Wallace incident. Absolutely none. I totally went the opposite way that you did. So I am glad to hear your perspective. No, so I think you. that covers my last my that covers my last well my my end of my call. I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do and that. that okay, for Seth for Seth Caymans, this is Sean Palmer, backsportspage.com blog talk radio for one more week. On June 30th of next week, we'll be right back here. Uh, And we will see you soon. Number one, guys, be safe, everybody. We'll be here. Talk to you soon. Have a good day.